Hello and welcome to Ararat Baptist Church's midweek service. Even though we can't meet together at the moment, we can still join together in worship, prayer and around God's Word. So we do hope you'll enjoy this short time of worship as we bring our praises to the King of Heaven. service is led by Roy Kearsley. Hello and welcome from the midweek service to all members and friends of the Ararat Baptist Luncheon Club. We begin our time together with a song that speaks to the subject of loneliness and what we have to say about it today. Living God, we thank you that we can come before you and state from the heart our concerns for a needy world. We pray especially now for those who are lonely and isolated, 
who are in pain of mind and heart. We pray that all that can be done to help them will be done and that they will be enabled to organise their lives in such a way as to ease that pain. We thank you that you have brought our land so far through the Covid crisis but our hearts still go out to vote for those who mourn or are separated at special times or from special loved ones. We pray for all who still carry in their minds and hearts uh, the depths of sorrow and of loss. We continue to pray for all our key workers, especially those in a greater place of risk than most. Our prayer is that they may be kept from danger and from illness and that their families will be safe and strong. Our, prayers, our praying is human and frail and limited. It isn't large enough to range all the way through the different continents and cities and towns and villages where the coronavirus rages away and seeks to devour. But we pray for those who have millions in their hands, who can affect the destinies of those at great risk, the nations that have to cope with blight and famine and flood, as well as COVID-19. We pray for those who are entrusted with dealing with these things, for world leaders, for those bringing medical relief, for the great organisations that bring varied relief to these situations, for politicians, for those with wealth and power, especially those that misuse it. We pray for research scientists and project managers. For them all, we ask, fill their minds guide their thoughts, through them have mercy on the nations and keep us all in your kingdom and your ways because we ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Paul's second letter to Corinth, so that's 2 Corinthians 1 and reading from verse 3. Let us give thanks to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the merciful Father, the God from whom all help comes. He helps us in all our troubles so that we are able to help others who have all kinds of troubles, using the same help that we ourselves have received from God. Just as we have a share in Christ's many sufferings, <clears throat> so also through Christ we share in God's great help. If we suffer, it is for your help and salvation. If we are helped, then you too are helped and given the strength to endure with patience the same sufferings that we also endure. So our hope in you is never shaken. We know that just as you share in our sufferings, you also share in the help we receive. We want to remind you, brothers and sisters, of the trouble we had in the province of Asia. The burdens laid upon us were so great and so heavy that we gave up all hope of staying alive. We felt 
that the death sentence had been passed on us. But this happened so that we should rely not on ourselves, but only on God who raises the dead. From such terrible dangers of death he saved us, and will save us, and we have placed our hope in him that he will save us again. As you help us with means of your prayers for us, so it will be that the many prayers for us will be answered, and God will bless us, and many will raise their voices to him in thanksgiving for us. It's almost seven months since the COVID-19 lockdown. Now in October there's renewed concern at the threat loneliness poses to people's mental health. And it really can be so hard having to stay in your home alone all day, every day. And harder still if you don't have the benefits of a computer or smartphone. Loneliness, quite different from solitude. Solitude is usually about location and often has benefits. Loneliness, however, is a nagging emotional pain that sometimes seems beyond healing or hope. Maybe that's where you are now, wrestling with your isolation of being shut in and deprived of all that wonderful social interaction you used to know. Today, more than six months from the start of the epidemic, it seems timely for our church podcast to return to the subject of loneliness. Some people could benefit here from one-to-one support, perhaps professional, but we'll start by reminding ourselves of some common sense good advice heard about combating the trials of loneliness and also how Christian faith might support us. Just so that no one's left out, we'll leave aside this time the many online opportunities that computer users enjoy. One piece of NHS advice suggests that the first move should be to strengthen existing relationships. The obvious route here is by phoning people. The NHS advice suggests we ring our friends a little more often than we used to. But if that can't happen, say because of impaired hearing, why not write letters and send cards? Yeah, old technology maybe, but it's only doing what you would do at Christmas to show people that you're thinking of them. And let's be honest, shouldn't we be contacting people more frequently than we do anyway? It's also good for our own mental health to tell others that they're still important to us. They may just happen to be wanting to say the same to us too. At least COVID-19 has brought a much wider awareness and sympathy towards those who are alone year-round. So ordinary time, this may be an even better season for this than Christmas, with its frenzy and stress for so many. Another clinical source reminds us that we still have power to offer loving kindness and generosity of spirit to all we come into contact with. This is New Testament teaching. We can do it, whether that's carers or others bringing aid or deliveries to our house. We can lighten their day with a smile, a kind word, a wish for the day. Did Jesus not expect this at the very least when he said, love your neighbour? The Church of England, in fact, has offered some practical tips 
from its pastoral experience for those who are lonely. This includes having a plan that breaks up every part of the day. In the scriptures, Ecclesiastes 3 does tell us there's a time for everything. So let's put this fact to good use. As one writer suggests, a person living alone can schedule things like their reading time, the making and enjoying of a favourite dish. Not every time the quickest thing we want to make, but a favourite dish. Maybe doing it to the sound of a favourite radio station. The same with the TV schedule, especially favourite programmes. And also, of course, the planned in phone calls. In summary, they're saying, organise the most pleasing and happy things you know into a structured day and then the day doesn't slow down and dampen our mood. But let this daily programme of enforced solitude, we would say, always include a regular time to pray. One piece of advice runs as follows. Pray for hope, faith and strength to keep loving and caring for others during this hard time. And here's why it could be so important to schedule prayer into the structured day when we're alone. First, it takes us out of ourselves. As we focus on the burdens and trials of others, the very activity for which we were created. Paul, the Apostle Paul, strides across seas as he prays for Christians scattered through the Roman Empire. When we're empathising with other people, then we're doing what the New Testament means by priestly service, as Paul called it. We connect and identify with others. Second, this becomes even more the case when we pray for fellow believers. For then we reconnect with the community of faith we belong to. We transcend the sea of space and the sea of time zones when doing what sisters and brothers of faith do. Prayer for those in the community of faith means wishing them the highest and the best in life. It is positive thinking, positive praying. Now we're no longer focused on our own problem. Deep in the night, that stern command to watch and pray is sometimes permitted to become pray and fall asleep at peace with yourself. No, it's not in the books on spirituality, but it has its time and season all the same. To pray for others is to become the whole and healthy and at peace person we're meant to be. Recently, we watched the film Invictus about Nelson Mandela. It tells how he risked his whole presidency on one decision. He decided to use the nation's controversial rugby team to begin the healing of his nation. The South African rugby captain, reared and steeped in apartheid doctrine, finds himself on the island where Nelson Mandela had been held for 21 years. As a privileged white man, the rugby player stood right there in Mandela's cell and he was shocked 
to find that he could reach out and touch both walls of the cell at the same time. Enforced quarantine in a shoebox was this. Mandela's own explanation for his mental resilience in this wretched, lonely room was that he made himself, quote, captain of his own fate. In other words, he took up strategies to fight the loneliness. This is just what the Apostle Paul did in his toughest and most constrained times. He wrote letters, yes, but he wrote them from prison. He spoke good news and good things to those who contacted him. He prayed hard and often for the churches, for Rome's powerful and for the peace of Messiah to reach the whole world. But for Christians, prayer is deeper even than that. It is companionship with Father, Son and Spirit. Prayer draws us into that one activity, that one presence, which is the friendship and presence that never dies. The presence that breathed out the universe and still lives intimately in it. So the God who loves and lives intimately close to you and me affirms our worth. Knowledge of this has potential to give strength in loneliness. We become just a little bit more content with that presence and that power and that love that fills the universe. Someone has said, Whenever I am content with myself, I defeat loneliness. So, whenever we walk in the love of God, march in the light of God, loneliness is eased. For Paul and for Nelson Mandela, that loneliness was ultimately defeated and beaten down. And so, one day, that will be the case for loneliness and us. Faithful one, so
close with some words from Paul's letter to the church in Philippi. And with all his abundant wealth, through Messiah Jesus, my God will supply all your needs. To our God and Father be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Thanks for joining with us. Hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to welcoming you once again to Ararat Baptist Church.